You're tuned in to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. I'm your host, Lenore. Let's just get straight to it. I was browsing online recently and learned that the fastest growing crime in the United States is identity theft. Yeah, just people stealing other people's identity, pretending to be somebody who they're not. Most of the type of theft is actually pretty low tech, like when somebody steals or copies your information from your debit or credit cards, or even sometimes like your physical mail. They use your name, they use your social security number for like a list of reasons. And right now on the top of my head, I can think of five people I know who've had their identity stolen. This one time, I'm so happy that this did not happen to like the full extent, but one time my grandma almost fell for somebody pretending to be my little brother on the phone. They called her and was like, grandma, like I need your help, I need some money, I need you to, somebody's gonna come to the house and pick it up from you, I need thousands of dollars. And my grandma was freaking out on the phone because you know, her grandson's calling her saying he's in trouble, he needs help. So she got off the phone with that and um, we're super duper lucky that she ended up calling like my mom, was like, is everything okay? Like, I know I probably shouldn't be calling you, he said to not call you and she's like, uh, that's not, my son, that's not your grandson on the other line. This is somebody trying to like get information out of you. So luckily we were able to prevent anything from happening, which is the best thing ever. And a little PSA to everybody listening, never, I repeat, never give any of your information out over the phone unless you initiate the call or you know exactly who you're speaking to on the other line. It's very imperative. Even those emails that come from like the prince of, I don't know where, from, I don't know what country saying that they need you to send the money online. Do not fall for that. The good news is that there are things that can be done to prevent identity theft from never happening to you. That's why I invited my friend Kai Deering on today's episode. Kai is a network vice president and independent associate at Legal Shield and ID Shield and an 18 year veteran. After being a member herself, she realized that she was referring everybody and anybody to them. So she had a thought hmm, I should probably just work for them. And that's how she ended up working for Legal Shield and Idea Shield. She's been on a variety of different radio and television shows and featured in numerous publications, including Gentry Magazine, for the work she has done in the field of identity theft. She's also been a part of numerous professional affiliations like the San Jose Chamber of Commerce and nonprofits like Furry Friends and Workplay Love. Kai Deering, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it, man. So can you let me know a little bit about uh, like what is identity theft? Because there's a lot of varieties of things that do fall into that category. Yeah, for sure. And I think most people think it's financial, um, mm -hmm. but really that's only about 25% of all of the cases that are reported. It's much more than that. So, you know, people can get crimes in their names. They can get a hold of their medical identity theft, driver's license social security number, and we're seeing that a lot right now, especially with people putting in fraudulent unemployment claims. And what's recent is really a mosaic where they'll take, you know, your name, my social, somebody else's mm -hmm. address, and kind of mix it all together, which makes it a real nightmare to be able to figure out how to, how to quell it. Does that work though? Like if say somebody took my name, your socials, and they started to purchase things, it would still be work? Yeah, it's called a mosaic and certainly that makes it a lot less uh, easy to detect, detect and actually fix. So yes, they're clever, aren't they? If they spent that kind of amount of time you know, doing something legit, we could probably solve all the world's problems. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I was thinking of at all. I was like, I thought that they just took everything from me. I didn't think that, that like you said, mosaic, where you're kind of putting a lot of other people's information together to do whatever you're trying to do, you know? Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, what? who is perpetuating this type of crime though? 
Well, I feel like for the most part, it's organized crime and they're behind a lot of those mm -hmm. big data breaches that we see out there. But it's not just organized crime. You know, it's drug addicts, it's little street thugs, mm -hmm. it's uh, anybody out there. Because if you think about it, the thieves don't want your valuables anymore because they would have to take it to the pawn shop and there'd be witnesses and break-ins. And yeah. so this is such a, a, a crime where there's really low sentencing. It's supposedly, uh, you know, a victimless crime, but ask my victims, uh, they don't feel like they're victimless. Um, and of course, you know, you think about it, it's got light sentences and it's just low risk. So it's a great way to perpetrate it if you're a thief. Uh, and if you get caught, you're not, it's a, most places it's a property crime as well. And you've got to have three strikes, then you're out kind of thing. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. The more you know. Okay, so then how else do they get our information? Because they can get it from the credit cards, right? From mail, things like that. For sure. And it, it takes the average thief about an hour and a half to get your information, but it might take the victim a couple, three years to really, you know, unravel it, peel back all the layers of the onion and fix it over, you know, it can take 600 hours to that's, do that as well. That's a lot of stress. So I know, right? So um, what we're really talking about here is you think about your information is out there. The genie's out of the bottle. Whether you've purchased a home, now you've got a real estate deed. Many of us have been fingerprinted because maybe we're in insurance or work with kids. Uh, like it, divorce decrees. There's all Your information is really out there. And so it's not just about the mail fraud, which we, we see that too, or people stealing your mail. Don't put your mail with your red flag up, right? Not smart. Yeah. But it's also outsourcing. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, exposés on people that are, corporate insiders, right, that are uh, mishandling your information, selling it on the black market. Uh, again, there could be corporate accidents. You know, there was a company who sent out their 1099s and their machines were off by one. So you got mine and I got yours. Oh, so no. <laughs> it's really out there. And of course, those phishing scams, if, um, you know, they would stop doing it except for that it works. And it was interesting, a colleague of mine just had identity theft with the character. Uh, he's fairly good looking. And so they got a hold of his picture, created a profile, and were scamming romance uh, websites and ladies out of money all over North America. That's like catfish so, and identity theft, like combined. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. <laughs> yes. It's insidious for sure. How do you know when it stops? Once you've been a victim too, it's a little bit difficult because you know you don't know when they're going to come back again because you can't change your social security number. Yeah. So if they've got a hold of your social, they can use it for a little while. You know, sell it again on the black market. Someone else can start using it. Um, so unfortunately, once someone's been a victim, you know, they can get it again. And in these uncertain times, there's a lot of opportunistic people, and there's um, a lot of those scams out there. Especially websites come here and uh, you know fill out this information or putting a malware software on your computer just by visiting the wrong website or downloading the wrong thing. So. Yeah, it's, it's out there. It's very prevalent. So what can we do to prevent this, whether it's going to be physical or like, as you just mentioned, a lot of things on the Internet? Yeah. So the challenge is you can't prevent it. They, it's been said that they think everybody's information, <laughs> sorry, Ming, has probably been compromised. It just may or may not have been used yet. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, you know, from uh, some ways to mitigate your risk. So one of the ways is just be really stingy with your information. If someone's calling and you didn't initiate the call and they say, oh, Ming, you know, how do you want to handle this boat that's in foreclosure in Iowa? First of all, that could be a problem. Um, mm -hmm. But second of all, right, I would hang up and dial them direct. So be diligent and stingy with your information. Ask if they have to have it when you're at the chiropractor. Do you have to have my information? Um, you know, keep careful banking records is also one of my uh, important things there. So you kind of know what's going on. If you're not checking your accounts for months at a time, you really wouldn't know if someone's raking havoc in there. There's also, you can go and eliminate um, credit card offers, which also reduces your footprint. 
get your name off of those marketing websites. Um, and if, if you want to email me, I'd be happy to give you those phone numbers. I've got a little list of things that you can do to prevent. Um, and also uh, be judicious with your passwords, right? So practice good password. But really my, my best recommendation is yeah. what use, you know, your first name, last name, number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Right? <laughs> what? <laughs> But I would also say have some sort of an identity theft program. So I commend people, um, but the challenge is it's such a new profession, new industry. People don't know mm -hmm. what they have. So when they get a program, they're like, they don't know if there's a lot of holes in it, right? So they don't know what they have. So what is available out there on the market today to help us with all of this? Yeah, so I, we've seen a little bit of a progression. The first thing that came out was reimbursement policies. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's on your homeowners. But if you're not a homeowner, you know, you're not eligible for it if you rent uh, and whatnot. And I'd say do that because what happens is you turn in your receipts and then they're going to pay you back for some of your out-of-pocket expenses. Maybe it's notarization of your signatures. Maybe you had some travel expenses. Mm -hmm. The second evolution that we saw of identity theft um, solutions out there was monitoring. And monitoring is a great first line of defense. It's, you know, really the only way you can tell unless you're going to get a letter in the mail about, you know, the amputation of your left foot and it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah, sounds bad. <laughs> kind of a problem. Um, but certainly, you know, having some sort of a monitoring program is a great line of first defense. But unfortunately, if you do become a victim and you just have monitoring, which is what most people offer, there's really nobody back there helping you fix it. So you're stuck having to do it all yourself. The third evolution that we saw was something called resolution services. And what that does is it gives you an 800 number and someone's reading basically a flow chart to you. So if this, then that, do this, then that, they might send you some form letters that you can use to fill out. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the only thing that really is gonna help is having that monitoring, but you need what's called restoration. And what that is, is you get a licensed private investigator that does the work, you send a limited power of attorney, they do the work with you and for you. Now they can't do everything, you might have to you know, do a police report in person. You might have to do some of that. Um, but for instance, I, I believe we're the only company right now that's doing true restoration with a licensed private investigator. Nice. The other challenge with just having an identity theft program is 70% of those identity thieves or identity theft victims are gonna need some sort of access to, to counsel. Um, if someone commits a crime in your name, and, you know, you get pulled over with guns yeah. drawn or a routine traffic ticket, not you're me. gonna need- Not me. <laughs> I swear. And you, think, and you think they've heard a few times, hey, officer, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. What are you talking about? What are you talking right? about? Not me. Not me. Not Keep me. Going. So, you know, most of my victims are going to need access to counsel as well. So my recommendation is something that gives you access to counsel, daily, continuously mm -hmm. monitoring on things that matter. Uh, I believe we're the only ones, too, that, that monitors social media. So we're actually monitoring that as well. That is a plus. Which is a huge yeah, that's how uh, my friend knew that he was on a romance website, <laughs> right? And so, and then of course, that's you want to so be able random. to have full restaurant. <laughs> Are you worried? No, I'm just saying small. that's that's so rare. Like, I can't, the, the whole fact of like somebody just, because it, it went, I never thought about somebody pretending to be me on a dating site. You know what I mean? Like, that was the so, that I was not prepared. As you can tell, I just thought, okay, go on, sorry. I no, just I just thought maybe you were it. chatting with someone and now you're worried. Oh, no, 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 no. Look, I got that ring, girl. I'm okay. I'm right? okay. Don't you worry. Don't so you worry. People just, they need to, to wake up that the crime is real. 
um, and that most people don't know what they have and they don't know how to protect themselves. So I love how we're able to, with Legal Shield and ID Shield, give them that full wall of protection, access to attorneys um, for as little as $25 a month, and of course, access to identity theft with licensed private investigators and like I said, daily monitoring on things that matter. And then of course, getting that restoration mm -hmm. with a licensed private investigator is invaluable. You, it's hard to put a price tag on that kind of peace of mind and full wall of protection. And if somebody has already been a victim of identity theft, they can still sign up for uh, Legal Shield, ID Shield in order to continue to protect them, correct? Yes, and we do have a couple of responses to that. So, you know, we do offer this as a voluntary benefit. So if there's mm -hmm. a company that's had a whoops already, we do have a breach response product where we can go in and offer it to all their employees. The employer typically would pay for something like that. Yeah. Or let's say you've been a victim already, you can purchase the service and for a one flat monthly fee, we'll actually do the restoration for pre-existing as well. But in my opinion, it would be worth it to pay the, you know, $800,000 to get it done than me to have to spend a few years trying to figure out I don't even know how to put a fraud alert on my account, do you? And, uh, I mean, I'm lucky I know how to put the thing on my credit card to know I'm leaving the States. Like, right. that's as far as well, I got. So, I, I mean, if an expert's going to get your information, wouldn't it make sense that an expert should restore your information? So exactly. So, it just kind of makes sense. Unless you get some extra time on your hands, you want to sit waiting at the DMV or on hold with uh, your credit card companies, then go bananas. Well, right now, I feel like I need to make time on my hands to sit on my couch, go through my phone, maybe change a couple passwords, and possibly unsubscribe to the thousands of things I probably have subscribed to over the past 15, 20 years of, of stuff. Yes. I think that'd be a great place to start. And like I said, I'm happy to share with you. I have a list of resources of things you can do. I mean, again, you can't prevent it, but some things you can do to mitigate your risk, including the numbers to get off of those marketing lists and things like that. Perfect. I, I knew you were going to be the great person to talk to us and really, I guess, kind of inform me too, because I did not yes. know as much as I thought that I did. But you can contact Kai at KaiDeering.WeAreLegalShield.com, K-A-I-D-E-E-R-I-N-G.WeAreLegalShield.com. All of our information will be in our description, or you can also shoot her an email at Kai underscore Deer at Yahoo.com. That's K-A-I underscore D-E-E-R at yahoo.com. If you found this helpful, make sure to share with your friends and family so they don't have their identity stolen because like, I, I don't want your identity stolen. I want my identity stolen. I want nobody, somebody knowing that I went to Walmart to like, you know, purchase things. And it's like, it wasn't me. Like it wasn't me. You know what I mean? That happened to my mom, Kai. The, the police officers like knocked on our door at like two o'clock in the morning because she saw that somebody like started purchasing things on our card. It was definitely scary, not going to lie. Yes, and that's why you need access to counsel. We do 24-7 mm -hmm. access to an attorney in case you're ever arrested or detained in the middle of the night, and it wasn't you. Oh, perfect. Right? This can be prevented, and ID Shield and Legal Shield will definitely help you. That's a wrap on another episode of the Brand Ambassador Select Podcast. Remember to hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcast, and see you next time. Bye.